1: Sans Pants Radio, when you call my name, it's like a little prayer. Are you sick of losing your page while you're trying to read a book while standing in the middle of
0: a tornado? Head to audibletrial.com forward slash Radio, and you can get all of your books in audio form. How good!
2: Hey, you want to look bloody fly in front of your homeboys? Head to redbubble.com and search for Sans Pants Radio to get some sick duds to show off. Or you can follow the link through our website, sanspantsradio.com. Is that our website? Yes. Good. (laughs) Welcome to Plumbing the Death Star presents movie maintenance, where some TV shows just need extending. Today we're looking at Hannibal season four. Such a beautiful show. I
0: oh. loved it so much. So, like, first and foremost, the season three finale, and I'm going to say the season three finale instead of the series finale right now.
2: Mm-hmm. I you, think that's an uh, thing. How an did we thing. feel?
0: Or rather, what was our immediate reaction to that episode? What did we do with <laughs> ourselves after that beautiful hour um, of television ended? Okay, so before ended.
1: that, I just want to say, uh, spoilers now for season three. Uh, Hannibal, if you haven't watched the show, please go out and watch it and then just, um,
0: I don't know, tweet someone that we need to season four. Um, also, by the way, if... Uh, if you haven't watched the show. You hear this. You think, oh, yeah, they sound fairly passionate. I'm going to watch the show. You go away. You watch it. And then you come to us and say, oh, it was so great. Why did they only make three seasons? I will kill you because it's your <laughs> fault. You made this happen. You, you sons uh, of bitches. I've been telling so many. I tell so many people. It's like literally 60% of what I post on my Facebook is Hannibal related. And is. like, and then I talk to people. I'm like, oh, man, have you seen this show? And people are like, oh, no, what's Hannibal? I was like, for
2: fuck's sake. Like, it, it. Ugh. It was the only show that I, in the past recent years, have been, like, I look forward to it mm. coming out. Yeah. Like, it's never just like, oh, I'll wait for the whole season to come out and I'll binge it in a day or I'll do that. Like, Hannibal... It aired and I was, like, there, 20 minutes just being like, all right, let's do this. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I was the more binge. I was like, no, I want to binge. Like, I think I binged the first half of the season three. And then I was like, no, I'm, I'm on board. I'm like, I can't not wait to see yeah. what fucking happens.
2: Yeah, I binged the first season because it was already out. Mm. And um, I was like, oh, this is really good. And I watched it all in one day. And then season two, I was like, yeah. Season three, I was like, fucking hell. But it
1: is literally one of the best shows
0: on TV.
2: And see, was. It like, was.
1: No, is is is, is,
0: is,
2: is is is
1: not
0: ending. The thing about the thing about it is like for me I remember what when it came out and I mean I've said this before but like I'm a huge Thomas Harris fan like mm. you know I I read the books when I was 13, um, was totally obsessed, watched all the movies then, like, love this shit, know this mythology back to front. Mm-hmm. So when the series came out, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, this is great, it's a Hannibal TV show. And the first season, to be honest, didn't immediately blow me away. Like, the first episode, I remember being like, Ah, uh, yeah, but, you know, I was very used to Anthony Hopkins, and that was Mm-kay. kind of how I saw Hannibal. And as the series went on, I was like, oh, wow, Mads Mikkelsen's really good. And it was the end of season one, the moment where – um Fra- uh sorry, where Hannibal frames Will for all his crimes, mm. and you end with the iconic scene of like Hannibal and the FBI agent in the asylum, except it's the other way around. Mm. And that song "Vide Cor written for the third film, for ah, uh, sorry, for the second film actually at that point, our uh, Hannibal um, starts playing, and suddenly I was like, oh shit, this is a show that was pretty much tailor made for me, and I started crying at the end of the season one. <laughs> I literally started crying, and I was yes. like, this is this is my show. Mm. And then season two happened, and holy fuck, like. The new heights this show managed to hit in season two because they pretty much dropped the procedural thing, which was probably the biggest weakness in season one, and just went fucking mental in season two. Like, you know, the whole Hannibal's framing of Chilton, Mm -hmm. like the whole Mason Verger arc, that finale, the fucking mic drop finale. Mm -hmm. Like, holy shit. This is a show that just like got better and better and better. And season three had some problems. And I will Mm -hmm. get into that because I do think season two was better than season three. Yeah, I agree. But like for me, I mean, even so, like, Season three of Hannibal is still significantly better than just about everything else on television,
2: and I think yes. you can say like some of the the uh, flaws that were in Hannibal season three is because I felt like they were trying to do a bit too much with what they had. They were
0: trying, but the, the problem was that like they were, particularly in the first half of the season, it felt both rushed. Mm and dragged out at the same yeah. time yeah. like there were certain things in the first half of the se- like you know the fact that Fuller was determined Brian Fuller the uh, showrunner for those who don't know but um, the fact that he seemed determined to like take four episodes to explain who lived and died meant that we had these four really meandering first episodes where it was like the first episode was Hannibal and Bedelia living as a murder couple in Florence mm-hmm. I was like this is fucking sweet mm. and I was like okay cool like you know I like the fact that we start with just these two characters we don't answer straight away where everyone else is that's good good introduction good setup to sort of this new like attack status quo yep. and then coming into episode two where it was like the same thing with will graham just yeah. kind of like wandering around with the ghost of abigail hobbs i was like all, that, that, all right that, that killed me yeah like that
1: like as in the reveal that she died and was actually completely yeah. dead i was like oh yep because mm, yep. it's, oh my it's God. so
2: cool that they they brought this character back that you thought had been dead since season one yeah for one episode and then yeah. like she's alive and she, they bring her back she's alive hannibal kills her straight away and you're like great. And then they were
1: like, no, 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 they saved I'm Like, oh, yeah, oh, this is so God. good. This is so good. Like, I've never been, like, built up in and then just
0: torn down mm-hmm. so much in one episode. Yeah. It, I, I thought that was, was well done. It, it was yeah. very well but done. But it hurt <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it got me too. But, but I it was
2: love just him, like, Daddy. I love him. I not know. But then this it was just so like, me. I don't know,
0: just there was but still, like, not really much was happening. And then episode three, mm. you know, Hannibal goes and, like, meets Chio. who, what, what was her deal? She was just sort of there. Like, Yeah, I didn't think she was necessary. That was kind of season. nothing. And then season four, episode four was just a cat And you think at this point, maybe it didn't help that I knew halfway through the season they were going to resolve this and go into Red Dragon, Mm. but it did kind of make me feel a bit like, okay, you've got seven episodes in which to tell this story and you're faffing around. You could have made all these reveals in the first two episodes. Like, you know, have you one episode to like hold it off, but you didn't need four episodes to reveal that all the characters survived anyway, apart from Abigail. Like, and then we kind of launched into the plot. Like, and then, and that was the problem. Like then straight away after episode four, it's like, yep, cool. We had four episodes of meandering. And then suddenly in episode five, it's like Jack Crawford beats the shit out of Hannibal. And then episode six, it's like Hannibal tries to cut Will's head open. And then then episode seven, we had that beautiful sort of like breakup scene with Will and Hannibal. And like Mason putting his sister's fetus in a pig and all that fucking mental shit. But it was like, yeah, that was great. But like. You gave us four episodes of nothing and then three episodes of rushed, rushed shit happening. And there were, there were massive casualties. Okay, first and foremost, Inspector Patsy, mm-hmm. uh, the Italian detective. Yep. Mm. He's one of the best characters in the novel. Okay, so for those who don't know, uh, Inspector Patsy in the novel Hannibal and kind of in the movie did him really well too. He's this Italian detective. Uh, he comes from the Patsy line. So the Patsy family were this noble family in like the 1500s or 1600s. And basically the family had a conspiracy and they tried to kill the Pope. And so Patsy's sort of and he's like living in this kind of, you know, honor-obsessed mm. kind of Florentine detectives department. And he's failed his most recent case. Like he locked up the wrong guy for a sort of for a murder spree. And he's disgraced and he's trying to live with that. So for Patsy, he's all about reclaiming his honor. And he's still sort of haunted by the fact that he's got this family name that kind yeah, of it's like this curse gets of to your him. bloodline. Yeah, it's a curse his him. bloodline sort of thing. But at the same time, he's got this pretty young wife who he's obsessed with uh, impressing and looking after because he's paranoid she's gonna leave him. So Patsy stumbles across Hannibal Lecter. So in the show, they made it so that Patsy had been, like, hunting Hannibal when he was a kid. In the movie, that, in the book, sorry, that's not the case. But um, so, yeah, Patsy stumbles upon Hannibal. He's like, this is Hannibal Lecter. He goes, okay, I could catch him and basically regain my honour and prove myself or I could take Mason Verge's massive reward and look after my wife and actually be able to be the husband I really want to be. And Hannibal pretty much twigs straight away what's going on. And so Hannibal kind of starts taunting Patsy, and he basically shows him, like, wood carvings of his ancestor, like, hanging with his bowels out from outside the Capone library, and then starts to make these allusions, being like, oh, and as you can see, it's very similar to these uh, old um, pictures of Judas Iscariot Mm -hmm. with the same thing. And so there's this whole, like... Theme, you know, this sort of almost Faustian theme of okay, you're going to sell your soul to the devil, being Mason Verger, and you're going to sell your honor and then end up just like your fucked up ancestors. And, you know, the whole Judas Iscariot, 30 pieces of silver. And that's what happens. Patsy sells out Hannibal to Mason Verger. So Hannibal guts him and hangs him out the window. Mm-hmm. Same, just the same as his ancestor. And it's just quite like a, it, it's funny because in the middle of the book, it takes a strange, strange kind of structure where about halfway through the book just fucks off Clarice Starling and just follows Patsy for the whole center of the book and Patsy's hunt for Hannibal. But it's actually really good. Like it's this great little like fable about selling your soul Mm. to the devil. And in the show they introduce Patsy. He's like, oh yeah, I was hunting Hannibal when he was a kid. And then that was
1: it. I remember like, I think it was was in that, when they're talking with the Clarice and they're, they're doing the sketches of each other in the book. Yeah. Yeah, I really love that scene for some odd reason. I just love that they're both mm. just sketching who they're talking to. Yeah, like, yeah. Look, it's really kind of sweet. I think, and they, they did that in... Um, the movie too. The movie Yeah, as they well. did. And it was really, really nice. But of course they couldn't because they and didn't have the rights to... Well, yeah. But it's anyway, like...
0: Anyway. Mm. It's, it's just an interesting... It's, it, and that kind of annoyed me because when I heard they were doing Inspector Pats in season three, I had no problem with the fact that they pretty much... Put the whole plot of the novel Hannibal in the first half of the season before Red Dragon. You know, with um Mason Verger, Florence, Patsy. Mm, all that I didn't sense. mind that. That was fine.
1: Like, it, it but like,
0: you know, I'm not I'm not a stickler for fucking sticking to the source material. Yeah. And besides, we had like it, it three films that already sucked the source yeah, material, I so I the show they, can do what it wants. Yeah, they didn't really need to stick yeah. with it.
2: I think it would have been great if, if time permitting and the life of Hannibal permitting, <laughs> that we had had season three be about Hannibal and season four be about Red Dragon. Yeah.
0: Well, that was what they were originally going to do, but Fuller was like, we don't have the money to shoot a whole season in Florence and also we're probably not going to get a season four, so we might as well do Red Dragon now. And I think that's super
2: important because that that – film is way more iconic than Hannibal
0: exactly and like but to me what kind of bothered me particularly with the Inspector Patsy stuff was I was like well that's such a good arc and given the time to explore that properly he could have been this great supporting character with this great story that they could really like have (laughs) Mm -hmm. the time to delve into like his sort of like where he's coming from and his motivations which the film didn't even have even though the film did a pretty good job with him but instead we get introduced to him he's like I was after Hannibal when he was younger and then there's one scene with Jack Crawford where he's like oh I've got a pretty wife and I want to buy her things. And that's literally the line. Like, it's really clumsy. It's just like, I'd yeah, like to buy right. her things, but I can't afford them. And then by the end of the episode, he's been gutted and thrown out a window. Yeah, you have and no And it attachment just felt really rushed. And it's like, okay, so you've got this great story and you rush all that. And what what do you do? What What's our payoff for it? So you can have like more episodes of the characters meandering around. And like, Fuller's kind of fence was, oh, I really felt like, you know, we needed to take the time to show the impact of sort of what Hannibal had done. And I... I agree to a point, but I also disagree. I kind of feel like that point could have been communicated. Like that episode four where it was just like playing catch up with all the characters mm. being like showing what happens to them. Like, you know, with showing Mason cutting his face off, mm-hmm. showing Alana going out the window, mm-hmm. showing Jack bleeding out and then showing how they survived and what happened. That episode achieved that whole purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Like it really did. So we could have like come into it earlier, yeah. introduced Patsy. Or the, hey, he was introduced like in the second episode, but like really delved into his character delved into Mason and Margot. And like the whole Margot Alana thing was really rushed too. It was just like yeah. suddenly they're in bed together. Like Okay. Like, okay, so I guess Alana's bisexual now, which, you know, fine. But like I would have liked to see that relationship develop at least. Like show like how did they what attracted them to each other? What made these two get together? Like especially because they're, just they're together. still
2: end are uh, they still together at the end of the season, which is yeah. set four years later?
1: Mm. So like they develop some kind of
2: yeah. So they obviously love each other. There. They have a child by the end of it. So it would have been cool to see that story kind of develop. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah I would like. I think
1: just Ian, thing things how, how if you were to change or tweak, if they had the time and the money and the breathing room to do again, I guess Hannibal season three and then um, Dread Dragon season four is Dread Dragon?
2: Could, hmm? Dread, Dragon? Dread Dragon,
1: Dread Dragon,
0: Dread Dragon, Red Dragon. <laughs> Red Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> four,
1: is um, you almost start off with the flashbacks of Patsy as a younger man trying to hunt this killer.
0: Yeah, why and not? And you could just
1: really build up so it's almost like a, a complete out of manhunt in Florence, which is what it was. Yeah. yeah. But you could have that
0: manhunt um, have that last that whole season. Well, Patsy, what they did with his character, <clears throat> which I thought was an interesting choice, but they sort of didn't do much with it, they merged him with another character from Hannibal Rising, uh, Inspector Popil. And uh, Inspector Pop Hill in Hannibal Rising mm. is played by, Pop- yeah, from The Wire, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but, yeah, Pop Hill's character One was- One of the um, episode. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> you go. You've made your reference. Be happy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, Pop Hill was this, um you know, basically, he's a pretty bland, just, like, generic detective type in Hannibal Rising, but he was the detective who was convinced when Hannibal was a kid- he was dangerous and he failed. And I thought it was a really savvy move to merge him and Patsy mm. together and have like this detective character who years later was like, you know, I I knew it when he was younger, and now, you know, I'm sort of indicated, now I want to catch him. But again, they didn't do much with it. Yeah. Like they didn't they and I, I get that it was a time constraint thing, but you know, like I said, you know, I could have lost some of the early introspective, weird imagery stuff for a bit more plot, a bit more setup to make it more satisfying when mm. shit went down. Yeah, because you could have really, you could have done a little bit more with the Hannibal Rising
1: and you know, Hannibal merge those in the first yeah, first four episodes that you would have. Um, Patsy kind of merged with the um, Pop, Pop Bill, Bill. and yeah. you kind of could show that you could almost have a younger Hannibal, like a younger, get like an actor playing like a young Mads Mikkelsen sort of yeah, like yeah. Hannibal being that kind of.
2: Mads Mikkelsen just didn't like teenage clothing. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> down for
1: that.
0: Yes. It would just, it, that's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't question it. Just that's with like fine. a backwards cap
2: yeah. <laughs> and holding a skateboard,
1: and that's it. And like baggy jeans yeah, like, hanging yeah, yeah, down. Yeah.
2: <laughs> What up, my fellow teenagers? (laughs) Saying stuff like, red.
1: Um, (laughs) That that would be really an interesting play. It could have really fleshed out that character. Um, And then when he finally does sell his soul to the devil, in a sense, well, he does
0: sell his soul to the devil, we can kind of be like, oh, you fucked yourself up. Yeah, exactly. Dang. Which I'm I'm a big sucker for the whole, like, you know, Faustian sell your soul Mm. to the devil, like sell your soul for something and have it fuck up. I love that story. It's Mm. a great story. And that's kind of what Thomas Harris did in the novel in this, like, weird middle-of-the-novel novella where it just, like, drops yeah, everything yeah. else and runs off with Patsy a <laughs> while. From... I love that book. It's so big and bloated and silly, but know, it's, it's such it's a such good book. It really is. Like, it's just I think it's my favourite Hannibal book. Is, oh, Red Dragon's my favourite.
1: Oh, is, is that but, one... And then I, well, I hated... I hated the film. I hated just... I didn't. I did not so, hate the I hated film. the end. I, I rewatched end. it
0: recently. Yeah, the ending was shit because they fucked up. Mm. And when we sort of do our... Yeah, yeah, episode yeah. on that we'll talk about it but like the ending yeah they fucked up the ending but like the rest of it like you know it's a interesting movie like it's and if the, the funny thing about that film is if you look at it yeah it gets a bad rap and yeah like the show took most of the stuff from red dragon but if you look at the film hannibal like that's stylistically that's kind of where the show takes most of its cues from like you know it's visually like striking it's a uh, slow it's dreamlike it kind of yeah. feels a bit off the whole time like and yeah, the show. Gary
1: Oldman was on fucking point.
0: Oh, wasn't he just? <laughs> like, wasn't he just? And yeah, kind of. And like Mason Verger, it's almost like the two actors who mm. played Mason in the show looked at what Gary Oldman did and were like, "Yeah, we're not changing that. No, that we're not was, fucking that with that it because good. they pretty much were just playing Gary Oldman's Mason." In my job. head, I've replaced uh, uh, Julianne
1: Moore with with Jodie Foster for uh, Hannibal.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. That, Interesting. Interesting. That would have been. Yeah, that, that's the one thing about that. I mean, the, even the ending, I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I, I get why they changed it because, like, the ending of the novel isn't for everyone. Yeah. And as I think but,
1: we've mentioned before, it seems like they're setting up for, a, you know, another sort of storyline. Yeah, which we will we'll get, get into. into. Yeah. Anyway, so how do we feel to answer that question? Oh, how yeah, do coming, feel? Yeah. About- coming back. Okay. To our so <laughs> I. End of three. How do we feel? I the end of season
2: three? had to. <laughs> stop mm-hmm. after I finished. I finished the episode and I just closed my laptop and I just sat there in kind of like this really odd mixture of emotions where I was like <clears throat> genuinely really sad that it was over because I love this show. Like I love this show so much and it was so disappointing to know that we weren't gonna get any more content. Mm. Um but I I think like a lot of people feel I loved the ending. I thought I I, I thought I thought it, it was beautiful and it just it 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 was perfect to end it on if that's where they wanted to. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing that always gets me is that I'm like I know they had a season 4 planned <laughs> and, and a w- season
1: 5. Yeah,
2: and I would have fucking loved to see that. And so I'm really disappointed that the show has been canceled. Um but I think what honestly is like the this is so fangirl of me, and and I'm I'll admit it right now. Like reading an interview with uh, Brian Fuller and him just saying, like, you know, we we shot the final scene a couple times, and there were lips lingering, and
0: yeah, yeah, and that just
2: hurts. They me should have
0: just. I'm I'm saying this like as somebody who was never particularly buying into like the Hannibal Will Graham love story thing. I mean, like I was I was for it, but like I was never really one of those like you know sort of um oh uh, like you know pro them like ever hooking yeah, up yeah, or yeah. anything like that. Hannibal but- Graham. Hanagram, yeah. I was never a Hanagram shipper. <laughs> but, like, coming into that finale when they were, like, hugging, I was like, just kiss.
2: Just fucking make out. Just, just, uh-huh. do, it. just do it. You know what? I, I have no problem with this. Just uh-huh. fucking I Because it felt, it felt right. And I yeah, think that's the absolutely thing, like, as as you you have your shippers and they're like, oh, person A and person B, the OTP. And it's like, yeah, I can see it. It's a nice fantasy, but I, I don't think it will ever be <clears throat> canon. And in this final episode, or in the the final two episodes, really, you see that you see, because you obviously you're following Will more than Hannibal, you're seeing that Will realizes that Hannibal's in love with him. And then Mm. like all the clues start lining up and you're like, just fucking do it, Will. Just just... fucking suck his dick. Like, I'll be (laughs) down for that. And then instead of doing that, he fucking throws him off a cliff.
1: Like I would have um, loved if they're the, 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 on the cliff edge and they hug, and mm. then they sort of put out a, like a, you know a hand on his. Mm. So we'll put his hand on like Hannibal's face, and they go in for a kiss. And as they kiss, he Will just
0: pulls him
2: off. Oh, oh yes, that would
1: have oh, been so that's, good. That's yeah. what I wanted. Um, it- Oh, I cried. Like I I I, cried. I, 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 I'm actually kind of tearing up now, remembering like yeah, this, this, this ending because it's so fucking beautiful. Um, but I was in bed as well. Like yeah. I was watching it, and then it finished, and like M was asleep because it was like
0: four in the morning, and I was like, I need someone to hold. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is so sad. I kind of, I was in this. I don't know because the second last episode bothered me. The <laughs> um putting Chilton in Freddie Lowndes' place, and I know that like. Fuller's kind of explanation mm. was that he didn't want the red dragon to tie up a woman, bite off her lips, and set her on fire. And I was like, I, I get that, but you probably should have yeah. thought of that before you made Freddie Lowndes a woman.
1: But and, and I mean, also, I guess, because they already sort of
0: used that. Yeah, they did. I
2: think it worked really well, though, because yeah. I think no, Freddie but, wasn't really in this season. Yeah, I know,
0: but stop and think about why would... Uh, it's not the fact that it was Chilton that bothered me. Mm. It's Will's motivation. Like when Will puts his hand on the shoulder, mm. and that's what sets him up. Now, in like in the book, that's a, that's also a big part in the book, and in the movie Red Dragon, where Will like puts his hand on Freddie Lounds' shoulder mm. to basically signify that Freddie Lands, who is a uh, man in the book is um, his pet, so Dollarhide goes after him and ties him up and does that to him. And the whole thing is that like Freddie Lowndes knows before he dies, he says to Will, you set me up, as Chilton does, but Chilton doesn't die. Um, but like Freddie Lowndes I, says to him, I you know, you set me up. And Hannibal says life. to Will yeah. as well, Hannibal says, you set Freddie up. And Will's like, but the reason Will does it is because there's this big thing where Will hates Freddie Lowndes because when Will was recuperating in the hospital, after being gutted by Hannibal, Freddie Lowndes like snuck in and like took photos mm. of his like colonoscopy bag and his Like, you know, all Mm. these bandages and tubes and everything, and basically humiliated Will and put him on the front page of the National Tatler. So, Will had it in for Freddie Lowndes. And it was a really interesting sort of character thing for him to be like, okay, so he throws Freddie Lowndes to the dragon basically as a form of revenge, which Hannibal takes delight in. Yeah. Whereas Chilton, had do- Chilton, not only had Chilton not done anything to Will, Chilton was actually the first person to take Will's side mm. in season two and say, I believe him about Hannibal. So it made no sense to me that, like, look, Will taking like some kind of act of spiteful revenge against Freddie Lowndes, who in the show's continuity also took pictures of him. There was a yeah. line where, yeah. he, where yeah, you know, yeah, she'd yeah, done yeah. that. Yeah. Will we taking this, like, righteous revenge against Freddie Lance, like, not righteous, but spiteful, I really get. But against Chilton, it just made no sense. It was just like, why would you do that? Like, I know there was a whole, oh, he was curious to see what would happen, but I was like, I I don't buy that Will is that much like Hannibal yet, mm. particularly after three years of, like, being with his wife and son. Chilton, mm. yeah, to me, he just seems like a guy who just keeps constantly getting
1: fucked over. Yeah. Look,
0: <laughs> I, I get the choice for putting Chilton in that position. I, I get that. That's fine. Mm. But I just wish there'd been, like... Maybe like if Chilton had written the murder husband's article or if Chilton had done that. Or if Chilton had
1: taken the the photos or something and given them to Freelance.
0: And given them to like It's something like that. Like if Chilton had done that, fair enough but they they just needed there be some reason for Will to have it in for Chilton and then mm. I would have been fine with it no problem no question
2: yeah I mean, how yeah. is going back to how is Chilton still alive I do not. who cares he's great like have i, I, know, I like, love i love Raul Esper, es, Esparza Esparza yeah cuz he's in Lawrence Order as well um but he's he's a great actor and i loved because after the season three got released, they released the blooper reel, and of course, I had to watch the blooper reel because I was sad and I was like, "I want to see my favorite, my Bay's having a fun time." <laughs> um And so I was watching the blooper reel, and it had Rayle just like with um like the full makeup of like the burn victim mm-hmm. and stuff, and he's just sitting there like pulling funny faces, and it was just such a joy <laughs> to see I, that. Have you heard
0: like what Fuller was saying? He said if we ever, if they ever get through Science of the Lambs, what they really want to have is like Chilton, who's like. Disfigured, but like had all these like botched skin grafts, so he just kind of looks all like <laughs> scarred and patchy, and wearing like a bad, slightly askew wig, like hitting on Clarice Starling. Do you oh, think he does that'd original, be great. But he's all fucked up, and he's like back in charge of the asylum. I'd sign me up for that.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> oh, Wow, sassy disfigured Chilton. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Coming coming back to the season three finale, yes. my feelings on it. So yeah, like the second last episode kind of left me a little bit like mm, yeah okay, but coming to that finale, like. What was it? I think I said, you know, seeing Hannibal Will and Francis Dollahide smack down at the end, mm-hmm. that must be how a Marvel Comics fan feels watching like Iron Man and Captain America, like, you know, go against each other in like the first Avengers, like that whole who would win in a fight between. And like seeing Hannibal Will and Francis Dollahide, like coming to that ending, that for me was like. The little the, – the fangirl in me for, like, the Thomas Harris fangirl in me was losing her shit. But, like – and then, like, Hannibal bites out his throat. Mm. And then that ending, like, I just sat there watching it and the two of them going over the cliff and suddenly it just hit me. This is my – this is my favourite show on the planet. And it hit me that I was like, I would be okay if this was the end. Mm. And I went in this weird state because to me it was more than just, like, a TV show ending. To me it was like, if the, this is this – if there isn't a season four, then this is kind of the first canonical – or not canonical, but, like, the first depicted death of Hannibal Lecter. Like, he's never – he didn't die in any of the books. He didn't yeah. die in any of, any of the movies. This is the first actual depicted mm. possible death of Hannibal Lecter. And there was this really sad, like, almost feeling of loss I had. And I was in this weird state because I watched it with my housemate and, like, he went to bed and I just sort of sat there. And I had a six pack of beer and I just like, I just drank. And then like, I started writing something. I was a bit pissed. I started writing like just a reflective piece about Hannibal and my feelings on Hannibal. And then I was like, I just couldn't, I just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't deal with it. So like, and I started listening to like lots of like slow Elton John music and just kind of like wandering around the house, just like all between like drinking, listening to Elton John, watching the last 10 minutes again, kind of tearing up, went out on my deck, just kind of stared at the sky for a while. Like I was in this really like weird state, but kind of where I sort of. Came from uh, where I came to after that was I was like I would be satisfied because the fact is as much as like like you said Zoe that you know there's a season four planned how could it come to a better ending than that like and well I,
2: I'm not sure if you're ready to hear my script, oh I I'm but... ready but like
0: just on that note like you know I I kind of um. Yeah, I was thinking about it a lot. And, you know, I wrote, like, I pretty much immediately after that, I got an email from Den of Geek, who I write for, and they were like, hey, uh, do you want to write an article about the Hannibal finale? And I was like, do I ever? I've already written it. I've I've already started writing it. So, like, but kind of, you know, you think about that ending. It's like, okay, so what's the whole conflict throughout the whole series? It's that Hannibal is trying to turn Will into a killer like him. Yes. Or trying to make, because I've always believed that the reason the show is so heightened and visually striking is the show basically represents how Hannibal sees the world. He sees the beauty in murder. He sees the beauty in death. That's sort of a big Mm. aspect of his character. and That's why I think all the murders are so beautiful, you know, in a weird way. Like, they are. They're they're all works of art. And um, so, you know, to me that wasn't like this is what these murders actually look like. To me it was like this is sort of how Hannibal sees these murders. And it was like Hannibal looking at Francis Dolahide and seeing an actual red dragon, you know. He Mm. sees... Sort of the majesty and the beauty in all of this. And to me, it was all about him. Like he says at the end, this is all I ever wanted for you, Will. And it's him trying to get Will to that point. And the two of them kill Dollahide together. And when Will says, it's beautiful, it's Will Graham finally realizing, no, I see it. Mm. I see it. I accept it. I get it. And because I get it, I can't live with it so he takes Hannibal over the cliff. And that's mm. kind of what I my angle yeah, with the article that's what got I wrote that, about. That empathetic and link to me with that's a satisfying ending because it's like, yeah, okay, I see it now and I get it, but because of Will Graham as a character cannot deal with that. And so they go over the cliff together. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually a really perfect yeah. ending for both those characters. But to me what's interesting about a potential season 4 or a potential movie or whatever they do is okay, Will Graham couldn't live with it. What if he has to live with it? what happens when he survives that fall and Hannibal probably drugs him and brainwashes him like he does Clarice Starling at the end of the novel and then Will has to live with that. He Mm -hmm. has to live with having made that choice or, Mm -hmm. you know, having gone down that dark path, but now he doesn't get to die. He didn't get his suicide. Where does he go from there? So to me, that's the really interesting, I guess, conflict that sets up a potential season four. But again, I'd be happy with this as the end because it's a, it was an absolutely beautiful ending to a kind of like, you notice season three sort of had two finales. There was the middle mm. one, the Mason Verger wrap up. Then there was this one and it was a sort of uneven season across the board, but it came to two really beautiful, perfect climaxes, both of which would have been a sort of a satisfying ending to the show. Like it's, I don't know. And particularly that last one, like I just, I just felt really, really thoroughly satisfied by it. And yeah. I didn't expect to.
1: Yeah, and I, you see this, like, a lot of different, um, like, when when TV series, if they either get cancelled or they have to wrap up or they end or whatever, and everyone kind of, like, looks at the, like the final episode, they're, like, either hate it or love it, or it's always really divided, like, How I Met Your Mother. Well, when that ended, yeah. I was, like, I didn't like it, but at the same time, like, nah, I get it. Like, I, I, was, I was happy with yeah. it, and then I think on YouTube, someone did, like, a cut, which was... A thousand times better. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, nah. No, the producers actually released that one. Oh, was that, that one? Ending, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that one. It was just like, nah, that that is so much better. Like, I see what they did in the original ending, but that one was really I nice. I thought it
0: was. I thought the original ending was fine when I watched it, and then I realized that, like, unlike Scrubs, which you know is another sitcom I mm. loved for a very long time, and I still consider the ending of Scrubs to be the ending of season eight but um like season nine but like see scrubs to me that was a satisfying ending to scrubs and scrubs and how i met your mother are shows i had very similar relationships to, but i still re scrubs a lot like i still just like if i'm bored at home or like it's a hungover morning or whatever i'll just chuck on a couple of episodes of scrubs and i still love scrubs i don't do that with how i met your mother anymore yeah and i think that's because the ending to me like and there was before the finale came out i would still chuck on an old episode here and there and just like oh, i'm just gonna watch a few episodes of how i met your mother just to turn my brain off and mm. put on the background don't do it anymore don't do it. Haven't no, done she, it I, since the finale. It's
1: kind of the same. Like, yeah. yeah, Scrubs something I could
0: have in the background at any time. I'd be like, yeah, cool. I'll watch I was this happy with here. how Scrubs ended. How Scrubs ended at the end of season eight, not how <laughs> Scrubs ended in season nine that nobody asked for. Mm, and and I think I
2: liked w- Dave Franco in season nine.
0: You're the only that. one he was, who did. He was all right. Dave
2: Franco didn't like Dave Franco in <laughs> season nine. I just like Dave Franco, I think.
0: <clears throat> I'm trying to think of other
1: uh, endings of shows that I was attached to. Another one that comes to mind is Weeds. I didn't watch
0: weeds. Um, which... Oh, Dexter, guys, Dexter. Oh, okay. Fuck on, De- no,
2: Dexter. We were over mm-hmm. it by the mm-hmm. end of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, yeah. The, see, Hannibal. That's the thing. Like I said, this like this was the only way I could kind of articulate it. Is like Hannibal's been the only show that I've ever had. Cancelled on me. Me too.
0: I was saying this to someone the other day. I was like, I've watched. A, I've watched a few shows that you know were cancelled before their time. Yeah, Firefly, yeah. you know, um, Deadwood, which I didn't like, um, but like a few other ones. Rome was one I really liked that you know ended before its time. But like Hannibal was the first time I realised. Oh, I've never. I, I love TV, but a lot of these cancelled shows I caught up with after the fact. Mm. This is the first time that a show I love. Has been like pulled out from under me before it was ready to end, and it's a weird, challenging feeling because you know are meant to watch a finale as a finale, and it's hard yeah. to watch this and think, well, do I take this as the ending or do I not take? And you know, k- kudos to Brian Fuller and his team—they did a fucking good yeah. job mm-hmm. in making it satisfying one way or another. But I mean, yeah, like it's difficult. Like it's not like you know the Breaking Bad finale where you, or the Mad Men finale yeah. where you go and you know this is the end. You're like, well, I don't know. Do I watch this thinking I'm looking for closure from this episode, or do I watch it thinking I'm looking for
2: well, the it, avenue it feels for like what it, comes next? It feels like a breakup, but you're slightly hoping that you are going to get back yeah, together. Yeah, it does, is not it? You're like, this well, sucks, it's, it's but, but eventually of, we'll be happy again. But it was like a
1: breakup with a whirlwind romance. That it was, it was fine. Mm. We had out, we had a lot of time. It was, we had ups, we had downs. And if this is the final goodbye, this is romantic and beautiful, and I'm happy. We got to like you know fi- do our final kiss, and it was nice. And uh, we're not ending on bad terms. But if we got back together in a couple of years, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel bad. Yeah. Like no. We would have both grown as people, and maybe I'll be ready for kids then. I don't know. <laughs> but right <laughs> stop now, stop asking me. Right now, I'm not. <laughs> so uh, that's the sort that's of that's a really I good take on what it, I actually. feel that's, with yeah. this sort of rela- relationship with Hannibal. Um, the ending and. Uh, I, I want there to be another season. Of course I do. But at the same time, it's like, you're right, this is a beautiful way to end it. And yeah. It, I'm very happy with it. But then they threw in the Scully ending and I was like,
2: oh, what else is going to happen here? Bedelia, that was such a cool scene with Bedelia because it was, you know, seeing Bedelia as emotive as she could be, looking slightly sad. Um, and slightly drug fucked. I thought she was more scared as well. I th- I thought it was great cuz she, she is very she's a very cold character so mm. having this this tiny glimmer of emotion mm. in her and then the the pan down to see the leg is And then the go for the knife. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. it's just like <laughs> but the thing like and once again the, the fangirl in me. <laughs> there was three place settings. There was. You know there were like, three place, place settings. settings but three, you hear
1: for, that
0: like a lot of people Read that ending as being that she'd cut off her own leg mm. and was pretty much like preempting Hannibal coming for her. Yeah, by, that's, like when I initially offering. saw it, I thought yeah. that and as I well. I kind of thought that too, but like Fuller in interviews was really surprised. He was like, "Oh, is that what you took from me?" He goes, yeah. "That's not what
1: I read that." The as point lot was of like, at all. What? He was
0: like, "The idea was that somebody had done that to her," but he was like. Is it Hannibal and Will, or is it Lady Murasaki and Uncle Robert, played by David Bowie, who he's always wanted to play Uncle Robert? Like, <laughs> that's is it amazing. Him? And it's like, oh, didn't you know this? I did not know yeah, that he was. has oh. been trying to get David Bowie in the show since season one as playing Hannibal's Uncle Robert, and he's like, he's only wanted Bowie for that part, and he said like in a season four he would want to introduce Lady Murasaki mm-hmm. and hopefully Robert as played by David Bowie. <laughs> so who oh, is um, Uncle shit. Robert in the in the novels? Uncle Robert is Hannibal's. Unfamiliar. Father's brother, who is like a French painter, and he's Hannibal goes to him. In in the novel, he in the novel he actually finds Hannibal and adopts him in the orphanage. This is Hannibal rising. Hannibal rising, yeah. yeah.
2: Did I read that book? I Just
0: dad don't. <laughs> um and in the movie Hannibal like Did goes you not even watch the... The... we
2: did an episode on no, it? I don't know, think you even exactly. I
0: didn't think I watched the movie. I was like not
2: a warner.
0: Yeah, you're not missing out on anything. I but, like... watched
2: it. It was bad
0: But yeah, it um yeah, Robert. Yeah, he's he's a major character in the book. In the movie, he's not in it because by the time yeah, but he's dead by the time Hannibal gets there. Okay. In the book, he dies of a heart attack while attacking the butcher who insults Lady Murasaki. Oh, okay. But like Fuller was saying, in his mind, in this universe, Uncle Robert and Lady Murasaki are both still alive, yes. and he would want to kind of delve into their characters a bit. And he originally the oh, character cool. of Chio was meant to be Lady Murasaki in season mm-hmm. three. But he said it didn't make sense for an older woman to be doing what she was doing, like going around sniping people and like yeah, yeah. guarding this guy at the estate. So he said, because Chiyo is also a character from the books. Chiyo mm-hmm. is Lady Murasaki's uh, attendant in Hannibal Rising, mm-hmm. um, who's about Hannibal's age. So even though she's about 20 years younger than him in the, in the show, but whatever. Yeah, hey, it makes sense. Um,
2: but yeah, so <laughs> no, like that's it, how, how women gracefully. look when they're 50. She ages yeah, gracefully. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, like, uh, David Bowie, or, like, just even seeing Lady Murasaki. because, like, one thing that I find kind of interesting about Hannibal Rising, and when, when we do sort of our ideal Hannibal Book 5, mm-hmm. um, I'll talk about this because I've got something for it, mm-hmm. but, like, to me it's always been really interesting that, like, one of the few things about Hannibal Rising that I've always been curious about is that at the end of the novel, Lady Marisaki's like, nah, fuck off, and leaves him. Like, actually just says to him, what's left in you to love, and leaves him. And then, you know, obviously we never hear about her again because, obviously, she was invented after the fact, after the trilogy was already done. Um, but I would love to know, like, if her, like, what happened to her? Like, what did she do? Did she, what, what, what happened to her? Did her and Hannibal ever meet again? Like what, Mm. what went on there? Um, so I don't know. It's, I'd love to see Fuller's sort of version of that story. Yeah. I'm now, now, he sort of alluded to it in the interview, but I mean, yeah. Will we ever find out? I don't know. But you have a season four. I have
2: a perfect season four that I have written. me the
0: fuck up. I am ready to rumble. Ready
2: for this.
0: I am so firm. Get some nice foldy work.
2: All right, so Zoe's Perfect Hannibal Season 4. <laughs> is that actually the title? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, it
0: actually is. Oh, brilliant. It's just like, all right, no, really, no, really no. L- <laughs> st- 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 turn, that, turn that page away from me. I'm getting glimpses and I'm getting spoilers. All
2: it's, right. like, it's just a two drawn pictures of just just Will. Just <laughs> Hannibal. It's Just like, yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, good. Yeah. And on Nine that, episodes. My first point, we open with sexy times between Will and Hannibal.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> we okay.
2: do. We do. Overlay with the final uh, scene from season three, which I think would be rad as hell. Yeah. So like this whole like penetration visuals pretty much. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, get it? I'm with, with you. stabby stabby. Stabby huh? and the dick and the dickin, dickin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then once again, like, and that whole scene is like a representation of of the visceral, so mm. killing and sex. Yeah. And this is yep. where we get introduced to Will and Hannibal. This is the point that we are at, Will Graham is at. He's he's now the visceral Will Graham. Mm. So we then go to Bedelia's dinner mm-hmm. that we saw at the end of season three and Bedelia makes some shitty remark about Hannibal and Will being late mm-hmm. and Hannibal's like, there are some things worth waiting for, bullshit, bullshit. We weren't having sex. <laughs> 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 and then... Will takes his first bite of human flesh. Mm. No, he's already eaten human flesh. No, but not not like his first knowing bite. No, he
0: knew. He, knew, he knew about R- Randall Tear.
2: Which one's Randall Tear? Randall
0: Tear was the guy in the big fucking saber tooth costume. Who oh, will killed yeah. and then Will used his flesh pretending it was Freddie Lowndes' flesh. So Will is knowingly eating human oh, flesh. Oh, okay, then yeah.
2: I, I need to rewatch season two, I think.
0: It's worth it. <laughs> it's very good.
2: So yeah, so that was that was my opening. Mm-hmm. To the season four. Um, Gratuitous sex. And eating a leg. Eating legs. So my overall plot for season four is that the question is, is Will really in love with Hannibal? Hmm. Um, Or is Will playing Hannibal to finally get him?
1: Like the long con. The the long long
2: con. The long con. When we're like 50, I'll turn around and be like, ha-ha. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, so that's kind of the overall thing of I didn't have precise mm. episodes, but that's the overall thing. That's
1: all right. I like it because I was reading this thing. It was um, this guy, he was working undercover for something and, and basically he had a wife and kid already before he went undercover, but then he married someone and, and had a kid yeah. as as his undercover, like just to kind of keep his cover. I'm like, that's so fucking,
0: that's playing the long Have you seen con. The Americans? Yeah. 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 But it's basically um, is that Oh, it's kid? about, It's a, it's a, <laughs> I've only seen the first season, but it's pretty fucking good. Mm. Um, it's about um, Soviet sleeper agents in the 80s. Oh, cool. And um, basically, it's this couple, you know, they're Russians, mm-hmm. but they've been, like, trained to, like, lose all their accent, know <clears throat> America back to front. They've come to America. They're living as, like, an American family. Mm-hmm. They're, like, married. They're two agents who just got told, you're going to be married now. And okay. the kind of central thing is you fast forward 20 years from them arriving in the 60s. It's in the 80s. They've got two kids. Mm-hmm. They've got, like, a nice house, a proper business, and every now and then they have to go and, like, do jobs for the Russians. But the question is, after 20 years of being with someone, are you still pretending or are yeah. you actually in love and married? And yeah. he's got, like, another wife, like, in, as because of one of his jobs. Like, he has to go undercover and be, like, this completely different character. Yeah. And he's got this other side <laughs> wife who he sort of, like, it's, no, it gets really, yeah. like, it's... But, yeah, it's it's fascinating because, yeah. like, it's sort of – um, and it plays into a lot of, like, what the dynamics are between him and sort of his first wife, who's mm. the other Soviet agent, and as she kind, of, as they sort of start to fall for each other a bit more and then there's sort of that, oh, well, he's got another wife as well, so, like, what's that like? Because she obviously mm. knows about it. They both have to, like, go out and fuck people as part of their jobs. Like, they do it all the time. But it's really how the show kind of approaches sex and how it approaches, mm. like, sex tied to intimacy, tied to love between these two people and then, like – how it ties into it when it's just a job. Like it's um, really interesting. But anyway. Yeah, because there is this
1: interesting idea that the longer you actually do something, like so for example, people with Botox, they get Botox and then they end up becoming depressed, uh, very depressed and kind of sad because actually can't smile.
2: And even yeah, the act okay. of
1: smiling yeah. and, like, making yourself seem – look happy, you become happy. Yeah, and okay. it's kind of the same sort of idea where, the, like, you, you pretend to do something for a long time, you end up
2: – Let's fake it till you make yeah. it.
1: Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, you can sometimes even, you know, convince yourself. I think it's like a, a, a cracked podcast. And I sort of took, bring this up, this idea of – well, you see this in comedians a lot when they have, say, one comedian – does like a shtick, and it kind of works. And they were using like Dice Clay as an example, who was a comedian big in the uh, the eighties or early nineties, uh, as well as um, who's the cable guy, Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. Like that's a bit. That was a bit when he was first doing stand up, and then eventually it was a bit that like worked. And so then he just became Larry the Cable Guy to the point where he's doing interviews as Larry the Cable yeah. Guy. And so it's kind of like, does, do you reckon he ever drops his? His act when he's alone, like mm. if he's in his house with his wife and kids, I don't know if he's got wife and kids, but if he's got wife and kids, like, is he still that person? And if he's been doing it for so long, these views of that he started off being a parody of these kind of people, is he becoming this person? Like, mm. His beliefs sort of mirroring what he was sort of making fun of initially and now he's because he's been doing it for so long and so you know for, um, in front of everyone that is just, just who he is now. And it was just like an interesting idea, but this whole thing about going through the long con of yeah. being, yeah, I'm 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 falling in love with with Hannibal because I have to because this is how we get him, this is how we take him down. But I love
2: him. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> that's much That's really cool. That's that's pretty much how like, I imagined it. Like like you're already introduced to it and I think it plays on both sides where you've got like the fangirls like myself just being like, <laughs> Yes Um But but it is like it I, I think it would have been a really boring season if you were just open and you're like, all right, Hannibal and Will are in love and this is just what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Because I I think Will isn't there yet as a character. Mm. I think Hannibal's there. Hannibal's 100% ready to, to throw it all in and be like, yeah, let's do this. But I think Will kind of, he, he had two episodes where he literally realised in the second last episode where he's like, oh, Hannibal's in love with me. Yeah, yeah. actual yes. line from the... Uh, yeah, is, like, is, is Hannibal in love, in love with me? me? And I was like, yes, Will, you stupid whore. <laughs> <laughs> it's been three fucking seasons, dickhead. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that would have been... I I feel like that's the only logical way to do it is to have Will kind of be really tentatively mm. in love with Hannibal, and so it's kind of like this long. It feels like a long con because the rest of the what I written. <coughs> um, oh, I'm gonna read it so then mm. I can explain it. So it's all about like Hannibal teaching Will how to become Hannibal, mm. and um, we, Will's having issue with the actual idea of killing after the dollahyde thing because he enjoyed it too much. So he doesn't want to kill anymore. He's happy to partake in what Hannibal is doing, like he's happy to have the dinners and stuff, and that's how he kind of reasons it. He's like, well, I'm not physically doing the act.
1: Kind of looked at what um, Badili was doing.
2: Yeah, mm. yeah, pretty much just taking Badili's place in this. Observing season. or participating. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so so Jack finally catches up with Will and Hannibal. And Where are they, by the way? They're just in America. I couldn't imagine somewhere else. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I I'm not that fancy in my writing. Yeah. <laughs> <Fair>. um, <laughs>
1: Suburban Seattle.
2: Yes, right. whatever. I don't give a shit. Portland. <laughs> let's do this. Um, yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, yeah. So, Hannibal Jack finally. It could be Australia, man. I was just thinking, how good would that be? Australian yeah. Hannibal. Um, right. So yeah. So Jack finally, like, he finds. Hannibal and Will and they're like Hannibal's all like, How did you find us? This is crazy. We're 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 dead. Everyone assumed we're dead. Jack's the only pe- person who was like, We didn't find a body, so mm. it's fucking Hannibal. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, have you I, seen I, what I, happened to Chilton?
2: Yeah. yeah. And like every other character who's almost
0: died but just hasn't. Yeah. So Jack
1: being like, no, 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 I'm not stopping until no, I see the, a fucking body. To the
0: point yeah. I'm even, like, unless they confirm that Mason Verge is dead, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm yeah. pretty sure somebody could have pulled that eel out of his throat and tugged him out of the water before, uh, before <laughs> yeah, he right. died. Like, yeah, me. You know, nobody said he's dead, so. And this is this show, so. Yeah. it's a good bloody point. Yeah, no. That's, Jack isn't on, on the board. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no.
2: Jack, Jack is so obviously with all the, ish, all the stuff that's gone on, of course he's going to be suspicious and of course he's going to be kind of like. Nah. And Jack obviously knows what show he's in. Yeah. You Jack. Know. Jack's the only yeah. person who's like, this is fucked. Does anyone else notice how fucked up <laughs> this just, is?
0: Nobody's dying.
2: Like, it's <laughs> so just so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Jack finally catches up with them, and Hannibal's all like, "Shit, how'd you find us?" But more eloquently, because I can't, I can't write for Hannibal. I can never write that eloquently. So you guys, can, oh, Brian Fuller, you can take this idea, but make it better. It's
1: like, doing like a mad. Thing. How did you
0: find? Him? No, it's not quite. I can't it. do. I can't do his accent. I can't. No, like I can't. Him. Oh, it's I so can't. beautiful.
2: I'm, I imagine his voice when I masturbate. It's so good. All right. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: It's a beautiful voice. Nice, no,
2: gorgeous it? man. Love um, when he
1: opened the door. He's mm. like, like, "Come on then." <laughs> Wait, which part? And the Oh, yeah, car was like going my way. Yeah. yeah. That part that was, yeah, was great. I was like, oh, the car was great.
2: Because <laughs> I, love, I love that little bit of Hannibal as well. I love that he's a little bit cheesy. Yeah. I love that he's like a little bit The bit, bit
0: where like, he ate Shilton's lip. Mm. And he's just like, and he's just smiling. Like, he's just having such a great time. Like everyone's <laughs> being really serious. And he's just like smiling and like giggling. And then Jack's kind of staring at me and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, Jack. But uh, the tragedy of what's happened to Frederick has put me in an excellent humour. <laughs> like, oh, Hannibal, you fucking scared.
2: <laughs> 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 That's a good word to describe Hannibal at times Rascal. He's a, a, he's a, a fucking. He's great. Mm. Um, so yeah, so we we get to Jack <clears throat> finding Will and Hannibal. Um, and Jack and Will have words where pretty much Will is uh Will states that he's not coming back. Mm. He's he's like, I'm staying with Hannibal, I love Hannibal. These this is your option now. Like, mm. that's it. And Jack is pretty much like, what are you doing? You have a wife, you have a kid, you need to come back. And this oh, is because
1: he thinks his wife's basically just a murder victim now.
2: Yeah. He? Like, he doesn't want to see her. He can't see her. So, this yeah. is why he's really stuck with Hannibal. Um, and then Will says, along the lines of, like, why try and save me, Jack? You already have a new protege to train, mm. which is a wink and a nod to Corey yeah. Starling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Will, Will has
1: been keeping tabs on Yeah. So, he's, Jack. he's nice. been,
2: he, he like, because of course, like, Will's going to be really fucking pedantic about the fact that mm. they can't get caught because he's actually really in love with his new life with Hannibal. Hannibal's kind of like mm. I love this life and that's good, but like, you know, roll with the punches. Like if we get caught, at least we'll be caught together. Or oh, Will's just like we're never going to fucking jail. <laughs> 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 anyway, so that so Jack finally like yeah, in this this is kind of like the the ending of what my season was is that like yeah, Jack goes to like catch Hannibal and Will and Will pretty much says like if you if you come you're not coming out of this alive, mm. and you need to make a choice. That if you come, you come to get to a co- try and come and get us,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you're not going to escape this, Jack. And yeah. Jack makes a decision, and he kind of, as much as he really, really wants to, he can't, for whatever reason, say he's got a new wife or something, whatever.
1: Or it could be training up Clarice. Whatever. Yeah,
2: whatever. He's got reasons <laughs> to not want to die, so he just kind of walks away and says. Fuck it, mm. well, he pretty. I like. I'm thinking that he kind of like says, "Will, like, just fucking keep Hannibal in check more than anything. Like, mm. don't get too crazy with your murder husband plot." <laughs> um, but then we find out that Bedelia mm. has been Jack's informant the entire time, and that's why Jack knows that Hannibal and Will is still uh. alive. So wait,
0: so Bedelia got left alive after the dinner?
2: Yeah, so she's yep. alive. Um, but just slow, like slowly eating her. No, they just had oh, the okay. leg to kind of just like so Hannibal kept her under his thumb, Mm. but she knows, and this is the reason why she does this. She knows that Hannibal's chosen will. Mm. She loves Hannibal. And her kind of reasoning is like, if I can't be with Hannibal, no one can be with Hannibal. Fuck you cunts.
1: Ah, And so that's why she wants to take him down.
2: Yeah. So they do that. And, and so will and Hannibal. Page two. (laughs) (laughs) Will and Hannibal kill Bedelia. Um. Well, ha- Hannibal goes to kill Bedelia. Something happens. Will has to kill Bedelia. And my kind of mentality is like Will can only kind of kill someone really if it's in- only in order pr- to protect Hannibal. Mm. So he was like able to kill Hyde, um, even though he hated it. But to save Hannibal, he's willing to do it. Hashtag save Hannibal. Yep. Hashtag save Hannibal. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, so they. So Will kills Bedelia. And then they're like, well, oh, of course, it's fucking Hannibal, so we'll eat her. And it's like this really kind of scene with Will and Hannibal sitting um, at the table and just Will kind of taking a bite and just saying, like, jealousy tastes bitter. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and then the final scene, like like we had with Bedelia in this season, the final scene is just Lee Pace as Buffalo Bill. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so a couple of questions. Yeah, let's do this. Where are Alana and Margot during all this?
2: I didn't write them. I just wrote Hannigram fan fiction. Fair enough. (laughs) Um,
0: Cool. So how do we get Hannibal back into the asylum for Science of the Lambs? And if we do that, where's Will?
2: Oh no! Yeah, I, I, I was thinking because if we can do silence, how do we in this arm?
0: Otherwise, yeah. there's no way him and Clarice are going to interact. I mean, I'm sure Fuller could think of something, but like, I, I, I think it needs to be that you know Jack
1: does take him down, and maybe no. W- <laughs> he does no. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it has to be not well, not killed, mm. but at least wounded that separates them, and again, maybe Hannibal maybe does the same thing he sort of did in the sort of the, the midway point of season three, mm. which is to sort of sacrifice himself again to sort of for Will's benefit. In a way no, fuck
2: it. it, kill Will. Oh, no, 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 kill back. Will. Kill Will because that's, uh, that's the only way if, if my season happens, the only way that I could reason Hannibal going back into the asylum is that if, like, Will is killed <coughs> by whatever. Yeah.
0: And it's also true that, like, Hannibal, Hannibal wouldn't be rejected by Will again because yeah. that's just, we, we, we can't repeat what we've yeah. already done. So no, I was thinking, both have them both in the assignment. Have them both. But, yeah. you know, the thing is, I want, like, I would want Will alive for the ultimate Hannibal-Clarice-Will yeah. showdown oh, at the very end, which yeah. is, let's face it, what we all kind
1: of want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I was thinking something, whereas that's sort of, um, you know, they're they're about to be caught by the FBI, mm. and you know, maybe Will gets like sort of taken down, not you know dead, but like just wounded yeah. or whatever. He's like falling behind. Hannibal just can't leave Will, mm. or because v- vice versa, maybe Will, you know, Hannibal gets shot. Will can't leave Hannibal. And then that's how they get caught again.
2: Murder husbands. Murder husbands
1: going down together. Yeah, ride right together,
2: die together, kind yeah. of thing.
1: And then you can have them both in the asylum. And then when the season five ca- kicks along, it, it can be, yeah, okay, Hannibal's still in, in in the asylum, but maybe you know Will's getting therapy. Will is getting like re, yeah, because un- they think that
2: this he like they could say that he's very Stockholm right now yeah. after three years with Hannibal Lecter.
1: Yeah, and, and they can kind of put um you know Hannibal in a position of where you know, Bedelia was, which was like, I was brainwashed, blah, 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 blah. Mm. But the, the cops kind of more believable of Will to be yeah. like, you know, because of his high empathetic link or that kind of thing he does have it, it is, you know, Hannibal has been grooming him mm. for so long that, yeah, it, it, he, Will can't be held accountable. And they sort of all that, have like another, um, even have Alana come in and be sort of like, yeah, Will is not responsible mm. for what he's done. It was all Hannibal.
0: Well, we do know, like, the ending of the novel, Hannibal, like, Hannibal brainwashes Clarice and they fuck off together. Mm. But, like, the other kind of thing with that is that the sort of the big question that lingers over it is, like, how much is Clarice aware of what's Mm. going on? Mm. Like, how much is this her own choice? And the book sort of implies that it's more her own choice than it is the brainwashing. Mm -hmm. But you can't really – I'd have to go back and look at the ending again, but you can't really be 100% sure because I think it – I think it does say that, oh, yeah, no, there's a line where, like, I think it says, you know, drugs are, are not really much of a part of their relationship anymore. So it does, like, imply for a while, but it, what, But it sort of implies that, yes, Hannibal drugged her and brainwashed her, but in a fucked up way, like, Clarice sort of accepts that. Yeah. Because, like, otherwise she's, I don't know, it's, it's really strange. But I think you can apply that mm. principle to Will Graham. Yeah, and again, then it is, it is it, that yeah. sort of
1: you keep living that part for so long. When does it? Yeah, and it's also like, you know, Will him. kind
0: of accepts the brainwashing and it's him saying, well, I get to be with Hannibal, but because I myself will fight back, but this way it's not, sort of it's not my fault. Yeah. Like I'm not responsible for this. No, do but I do I like it. Like it's like, a, I'm kind it's of not okay your fault seen someone hugging someone, so I'm happy to include yeah. that somewhere. <laughs> See, I could, I, what I could deal <laughs> with Alana. was like, you know, it's Alana saying, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, maybe like the end of the season, you know, say they get captured and they go down together and, you know, Will's in there and Will sort of like, you know, Talking about what he's been through and what he's done, and he's traumatized and he's upset, and everything. And Alana kind of says, It's not your fault. Hey, it's not your fault and she hugs no, him, too, but she no, hugs him too. and as she hugs him, we pull back and we see his face over her shoulder, his face is just completely cold, mm. Mm. just completely deadpan, as she's saying, it's not your fault, it's not mm-hmm. your fault, mm-hmm. and then that could be the ending of a season. Mm. And then we go into Buffalo Bill uh-huh. Lee Pace. I do
1: like the idea of, you know, as they're running through the woods away from the FBI, you know, they both get shot, like Will and um, Hannibal, and they're sort of lying there, mm. like not quite there, and they're both just reaching out their hands, yeah. and they finally touch as we sort of, camera goes up, up on top of them, and we just sort of Pull out as they're just lying in their own blood, and their bloods intermingling, and they're yeah. holding hands, and it's just so
0: beautiful. See, I could, I could, I don't know if I need them fucking. I, well, I do. Fair, fair enough.
1: <laughs> no, cool. <laughs> I, I do, just for, like not just for film reasons, but for personal but just reasons. For, just for, for me, me reasons, yeah. for me.
0: But I don't know, like, okay, let's let's throw this out there for a second. Like, you know, as much as we all want them to make out at the end, there, do you think their relationship is more interesting if you don't have a sexual component, or you have an implied sexual component? Not a gratuitous, or not, not even like not one where. To me, it's more interesting because there's always that will they won't they element. Mm. The moment you open a season with the two of them like getting hot and heavy, yeah, yeah, then that's I like okay, well, so and I, like- I, I, I I love the idea that's like is Will like yeah. is Will just going along with this or <laughs> not, etc. Like you know that's that's cool. But I think I still think you can do that without the sex. So
1: we could turn this whole thing into basically like they're teenagers and just will won't put out and <laughs> yeah. have yeah. it's
0: pent up. It's like well, we're gonna fuck Will. Just, just imagine like you know Will, was yeah. like got lit candles and like nice wines, and some Barry White playing. You like, always have a headache, Will. <laughs> just <laughs>
1: yeah. constantly pit off. Just like giving a fucking handy, Will. Oh, no, that's great. He's wearing Letterman
0: jacket as well. Ah,
1: oh, no. I'm I don't do know. It. I don't
0: know. Just, just to me, it's more interesting if it's back if, with the skateboard. The sexual See, I, tension still hangs over over it without Fully becoming consummated, yeah. But I get what I get. What yeah. you are
2: saying, I I feel like though for a show mm. that has been very forthcoming mm. with that kind of <coughs> sex, and the sex scenes are never like they're always really nice. Oh no, it's yeah. not about the sex yeah. scenes being
0: gratuitous. Like I can I can tell like the moment you said it, I can see it would be like one of those strange yeah. kaleidoscopic fucked up sort of things. Yeah. And I think they could, I think they do that beautifully. See,
2: and I, I just think I think that'd be a, a bit of an issue if if that's the scene you choose not to show. Mm. In, in just as an yeah. overall sense of of kind of kind yeah, of like no, what I, they did with Modern Family like that that um Cam and Mitch didn't just kiss. Don't have a sexual relationship Yeah and I like think all I the think, other
0: characters talk about sex a lot and they yeah, just don't
2: Yeah yeah and mm-hmm. I think I think that yeah. would that would be an issue that if you finally make Will and Hannibal together and choose not to show that I just think that's not I
0: agree but I just I just you know like and Fuller has sort of said in interviews Quite a lot that to him the show was an exploration of heterosexual male friendship, mm. like and how intimate that can get. And I kind of agree with that. That I think it's more interesting if sex isn't a component because what Fuller sort of says the moment sex comes in there, he says it kind of simplifies the whole thing. Where like the fact that it's like a meeting of minds that mm. are attracted to each. I don't know. Look, that's yeah, you just, could
1: play to with me, it. That makes
0: it all more ambiguous yeah. and yeah. all more. And there's still plenty of room to play without. But I mean, like, you look, could, I'm not gonna, mm. I'm not gonna, like, I've got no problem if that comes into mm. it because oh. you know, let's face it, there's a little part of us that all just kind of wants that <laughs> to come together.
2: <laughs> but I don't yeah, know, I just, yeah, I do yeah, wonder if the yeah, relationship yeah, is
0: more interesting without it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not sure.
0: Too? Like, I, I, I'd love it if they just went
1: full-blown, yeah. just, you know, just straight up. just uh,
2: Straight penetration. Just straight, full, <laughs> penetration. Yeah, just full
1: penetration. Full uh, penetration. But at the time, it's kind of, yeah, like will they, won't they, or if that's just a line where, you know, it's sort of like, it's not sexual, it, it's something else. And then you can chuck in Bedelia into the mix, yeah. like, you know, we can't because she's there. And maybe because like, maybe Will has that, like, you know, we can't because, you know, she's there and have that kind of more ain't, ain't, ain't mad, mad that like Hannibal more mad that, oh, uh, oh, because like I have my ex here, you don't want to do anything like that. Yeah, right. And then have, you know, Hannibal really resent Bedelia and and that kind of thing, but then have Will be like, you can't kill her because, you know, you just, you know, just you can't kill her just because you want to be with me kind of thing. And you kinda of almost have the sort of weird love triangle with like a jealous, bitter ex and <laughs> all this sort of you know love triangle playing there, but like yeah. a weird psychosexual love triangle.
2: See, I, I would really love to see <clears throat> that th- th- that kind of intimacy between Will and Hannibal. I think mm. it would, f- for Hannibal more than anyone else, because I think for, the, for every season we've seen Hannibal kind of playing the game and just being very kind of almost a step back from everyone else, very detached, yeah. and to see him, like, be uh, in a relationship with the man that he loves so very dearly, I think that would be a really interesting kind of perspective that we have of how – how do I want to word this? How willing Hannibal will be to stay with Will because I think Hannibal has never been in love before, Mm. um, like in in the way that he's in love with Will and so it will be kind of really interesting to see how that impacts – Mm. Hannibal is a character. So that's why I thought like make it fully canon, make them together yeah. and make it a re- yeah, make it a relationship so it affects both of them. So it's affecting Will because he's like am I in love with Hannibal? Do I want to become this person? And Hannibal saying pretty much I might have to stop doing everything that I'm doing to be with Will. Mm. And would would and th- that's where you get the will they won't they component. It's like instead of kind of being like will they won't they get together? It's like will they won't they change who they are so they can stay together. Yeah. And that is always perfect season for <laughs> of Hannibal.
1: That's, that's a good bloody season. And yeah. I, it is a good like um almost a stopgap in between
2: Cuz yeah cuz it's always from
1: this to um
2: Silence of, Silence the, Lambs. of the Lambs
1: because again you how do you get from A to B it's always kind of an interesting idea of you know where we're we going on this and it's really cool because again they they clearly have this moan of intimacy where mm. they kill Dollahide and Which was in,
0: totally shot like a sex scene. Oh, yeah. By
2: the way. Yeah, it was. God, oh,
1: really. Oh, mm. Mm, and then the you good have, shit. That's what I'm it, gonna oh.
2: masturbate to now. And then you have an extra
1: like level of intimacy when they sort of hold each other as they sort of fall off the cliff. And then of course that yeah, you'd need to address and explore that in, in a season four. And then where would you go? And then how would you do what they did with this season, which is, you know, split up into two halves, mm. where you have half, which is like exploring this relationship, and then half, which is then Science of the Lambs, or you'd have, you know, flesh it out. So you'd have, you know, one season. Well, apparently- relationship, One season, Science of the Lambs. Fuller said that
0: this that, idea, the, the murder husband's season could be a movie. <coughs> yeah. Well, that's what they're looking for funding for at the moment. That's what the- I'll give them Delo funding. Have, they, for funding for. have, have like, they started yeah. a Kickstarter no, yet? No, they said on Twitter, they were like, <laughs> they said, don't start any Kickstarters yet. They said, we will let you know if we want to start one. And I was like, if you do, you can have all of my money. You can have all $8 that I've got in my account. I will
1: take out a loan. <laughs> I will take out a loan. Um, but yeah, because again, as I think we've said before, if, if Veronica Mars can get a fucking movie. Oh, Hannibal will. Hannibal like
2: it, will. I liked it, Veronica Mars, but not the movie.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen the show or the movie.
2: I loved the TV show. I've heard their show is really good. Like, yes, it, so it, like it, yeah. it takes really a good. season
0: and then like it just
1: turns on a dime and something yeah. just becomes like, holy fuck.
2: It's really good.
1: But yeah, it's, But uh, the
2: movie's really bad. Okay.
1: I'll give it. A, I'll give it a whirl. Yeah. Mm. But I am curious. So yeah. Like,
0: so the murder husband. They use. Well, yeah. A movie would be really cool. Yeah. And then I said, like down the line, they'd love to do like a Silence of the Lambs miniseries somewhere if they could. Mm. So like,
2: oh. I kind of would be happy with that. I'd be happy with a mo- a movie than a miniseries, kind of like what they're doing with the X Files yeah. now, but not like shit with Billy Connolly, mm. but just like a good movie and then a little miniseries just to be like, here's a little treat because you guys obviously really fucking love this show, so we're happy yeah. to keep making it.
1: Yeah. 'Cause has Brian Fuller gone on and said what he would have done? And I know said he said like he, Lee Pace as Buffalo Bill. Yeah, down the line. So and he hasn't
0: good. he hasn't like he hasn't he released to, a full like this. He's is given what hints do. of what season four would be. Like no, his initial nice. thing with season four, he said it's based on a pocket of the novel Hannibal that has not yet been adapted for screen. So straight away I think Hannibal and Clarice running off together at the end, except do it with Will Grave instead. That's right. kind of what I took. But he said that he won't he doesn't want to say any more than that in case he gets to make some version of it down the line. So he says he doesn't want to like go out and completely spoil it. And then he says like the season five would be Science of the Lambs with Lee Pace's Buffalo Bill and like scarred Chilton with Hannibal back in the asylum and Chilton mm. like hitting on Clarice and then like he said that his version of Science of the Lambs would be that it would like it would have Hannibal in the uh prison, but how they would differentiate it from Red Dragon would be by having about half of it being flashbacks, like Hannibal's earlier relationship with Buffalo Bill and how they were involved. And so like, you know, you have uh, Clarice investigating the present and then have what actually happens, like running parallel.
2: Oh, that's good. So uh, almost like almost like
0: true detective, but Hannibal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cause, yeah, cause, yeah. Fuck, I haven't thought about it like that before. That sounds fucking excellent. <laughs> that does sound- Great. Vince
2: great. in this? No. No, no. no, no. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs>
0: um, it's like blue balls in your heart. <laughs> oh, what a line. What a show. Um, that was a serious line that was seriously said with a straight face and not meant to be a joke. Really? That's amazing. Oh, yeah, unless it was meant to be a joke and it was just really poorly executed.
1: That's also another possibility. Yeah. You never yeah. you never can tell. Either way, not Ball.
0: very great. No. Not no. at all. Because, yeah, Buffalo Bill was uh, one of um, Hannibal's... Uh, Patience. I think they met like once because it was Benjamin Raspail who was like the lover of Buffalo Bill. Oh, that's right. And Buffalo Bill killed. Ra- no, it didn't kill Raspail. Because in the movie, it's Raspail and had the head in the car. Mm. But I think in the book, that was like somebody else. I and love that you're like my was own personal the- Hannibal Wiki. Right? great. Yeah, oh, right. I, I could make a Hannibal Wiki. <laughs> yeah. But no, Rasp- Raspail was in the canon. I think he was. He was a flutist who Hannibal didn't like. Mm. I, I actually don't remember if it was Hannibal or Buffalo Bill who killed him. But like one of them, one of them killed him and left his head in the. I think yeah, Buffalo Bill didn't left his head in the car. Pickled, yeah. where Clarice Starling finds yeah, yeah. it, and so basically, yeah, it would be flashbacks to Hannibal as a psychiatrist, like Fuller said, even before he meets Will Graham, oh, like basically that setting, would be cool setting. Raspail and Buffalo Bill, like, against each mm. other and, like, pulling strings and making all this stuff happen. Yeah. Running parallel, so... See, this is yeah. why
1: I reckon you could have gone, again, back to season three, the start of it to have, again, a flashback of Patsy trying to hunt a young yeah. um, Should, yeah. Hannibal because, you know, this show does not shy away from, like, you know, timelines. No. And kind of showing different timelines because that would have been another good
0: fleshing the character out as well. Yeah. <sighs> oh, man,
1: that sounds
0: sick. I know. Well, look, I mean, it's... The fact is, like, as much as, you know, it's funny because, like, I saw something popped up on my Facebook. Like, it was a Facebook post I put up from when Hannibal was cancelled. Mm. And I was reading my comments and, like, all these people saying, oh, no, it's going to be so shit. And a couple of been cancelled. And I was, like, I was really optimistic. I was, like, guys, Hannibal will be fine. <laughs> Hannibal will be picked up. Not a problem. It's a well-loved show with a big cult following. Like, if the killing can be picked up by Netflix, surely Hannibal. Fast forward now to the end of the season. It's like, ah." Uh. So far, no good. (laughs) Um,
2: So sad.
0: But, you know, like, I I think, like, the if as long as the... the, I actually think the worst thing, (laughs) on on some level, the worst mistake Fuller has made is making such a satisfying season three finale. Yeah. So people are kind of like, I think the general consensus is if there's more, great. If there isn't, we can live with that. Yeah. But whereas if there was a bigger sort of cliffhanger that wasn't as much of a resolution, people would be more like, no, we need a season four, damn it. We need a movie, damn it. I think if they didn't have that scene with Bedelia, there would be... Um, yeah, the scene with Bedelia is kind like of there. That's, that's the cliffhanger yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, Because I think if they just ended up with the cliff um, fall, that would have just been like, no, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever
0: seen in my life. Yep, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. more. I love because um, what so, ending oh, could they it's bring it to so that would be more satisfying than that? Like, I want to see the three-way Hannibal-Clarice-Will mm. showdown, but, like... I just want that to that see a, a two-way Hannibal-Will <laughs> <laughs> situation. <laughs> showdown. Shut show, off.
2: With a little asterisk above the showdown.
1: Show, yeah, just... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the perfect ending because, again, that is, it just feels like such a good,
0: perfect ending for these yeah. two characters in particular. And yeah, you could extend it. But you know what? In Fuller, we trust. You know, we, yeah. if and if he's got ideas, I'm happy to hear them. I'm happy to see them. I'm happy to fork mm. out money to make them happen. Yes. I'm going to start stripping
2: out. for Brian Fuller. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> 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 Hashtag strip for Brian. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There anything else we really want from a season four? Look, I, is- I really can't think of... I, I, I'm, you guys out there, you know, um, email us in, at com or tweet us. If you can think of another perfect ending... Uh, other than this one of well, where we me, go. like, because- I don't even
0: speculate yeah. about what I want because I'm just like, whatever Fuller is going to do, I'm going to be happy with it probably. I haven't re- – apart from, like, one or two caveats here and there, I haven't yet been led astray by his vision, so yeah. sign me up for whatever they want to do. Like, it's really just- weird having a, a, a sort
1: of a creative head uh, of a show who is sort of really true to that source material and just being able to make him run with it. It's kind of like, you know, first season of Walking Dead, yeah. uh, Frank mm. Darum, whatever his name is, him um, – you know, he took that sort of helm. He loved that series. He loved that the, the source material yeah. was really true to it all. And then, you know, he, he did his own thing as well with it, which is fantastic. And then to have season two where he was fired, and and even the people like, yeah, you're Walking Dead," I'm still like, "No, it's not great."
0: No, and it is kind mistakes. Of, oh,
1: so many. And so it's really showing that when this one guy, or at least he's head of a creative team,
0: that knows
1: and loves his source being able to sort of
0: well, Fuller said from day one. Yeah, well, he said from day one that like to him it's fan fiction. Yeah. He's like, this is just like, and it's and that's kind of how I feel. when I'm like, you know, who would win in a big three way showdown between Hannibal, Will, and Dolohide? Yeah, fucking awesome. And like, you know, seeing Will Graham interacting with Ronaldo Patsy or mm. with Mason Verger, mm. like you know, all these characters who never met and like throwing them against each other. Like to me, it's it's a fanboy's fucking dream, man. It's and I great. think
2: what we have is a really good example of making the characters your own. Yeah, and that that's what this series really does. Like like they turned Hannibal. <clears throat> Like the, the the actual show, like the the show was its own entity. It wasn't just kind of like this weird bad add on prequel mm. to the films. Mads Mikkelsen will now always be my Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, like he will always be my Hannibal. There's a
0: really cool um video that's I've just seen online came, came out recently, um, and it's that first scene from Red Dragon where Hannibal and Will meet in the asylum. And it's edited together from the three different versions, from uh, the Brian Cox-William Peterson version from Manhunter, the Edward Norton-Anthony Hopkins version from Red Dragon, and the Mads Mikkelsen-Hugh Dancy version from uh, Hannibal the Show. And it's really cool because, like, you know, they just because the dialogue's more or less the same, yeah. like, from the novel in all three versions. So it's really cool because you'll have, like, Edward Norton says something and then Mads Mikkelsen replies, and then William Peterson replies to him, and then it's Anthony Hopkins replying to him. And then so it's, like, it's the same scene, just, yeah. like, it, continuous, just, like, edited together, like... And it's, it's really cool because it kind of draws attention to like how different all the interpretations of the characters are. And it's the cool thing about, I think this series, and I think what Thomas Harris has given us is that the characters are so iconic and brilliant and strong that they can, it's almost like Shakespearean, like how different actors can come in and do their own take on it. Like, you know, Brian Cox played Hannibal as a sarcastic asshole. Mm. Anthony Hopkins played him as like this kind of hammy hammer horror villain. Mm. And, um... Mads Mikkelsen played him as, like, this kind of aloof but still empathetic sort of fallen angel. And it's fascinating because all three are completely valid interpretations and are recognisably the Hannibal Lecter of the novels. But they're so, you know, and same as Will Graham. Like, William Peterson played him as, like, this tortured driven kind of badass, hard-ass cop who, you know, bursts through windows in slow motion and, you know, <laughs> shoots down the bad guys and just wants to get back to his wife and family and then, like, gets back to his wife and family at the end with, like, you know, 80s rock blaring over, like, all of them, like, in their neon swimsuits, like, running out into the ocean and then freeze-framed the ends. Like, and then, you know... Um, Magical. Uh, Edward Norton, who's easily the shittest Will Graham to date, like, played him as, like, this straight-laced FBI professional without, These like... blunt any- highlights. Yeah. And then um, Hugh Dancy what played him as, like, bad? this sort of slightly autistic, like, <laughs> offbeat, kind of eccentric character who... they just are all hold they're all, him. Mm. They're all kind of Will Graham, apart from arguably Norton. But it's just interesting because, like, Jack Crawford's also been done four times, like, by four different actors. Um, Hannibal's mm. been done by four different actors, if you include Hannibal Rising. Clarice has been done by two different actors. Mason Verge has been done by three different actors. Like, it's cool because all these characters are now these sort of... <clears throat> and you know when Hannibal inevitably gets rebooted in ten years' time, there'll be a whole new sort of interpretation of these characters, and it's mm. kind that of fascinating hurt my heart that when now you said that I didn't think about. that. But it's that. the same as like com- it's the same as like comic book, yeah. th- comic books. Mm. I think where it's like you, so, know, you know this is my Batman, yeah, you this, know, is, this is this uh, is Christian Bale's Batman, this is Ben Affleck's Batman, this is Andrew Garfield's Spider Man, this is yeah. Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. Like the characters are now so iconic and so classic. That different actors—it's not like Anthony Hopkins is now the definitive Hannibal Lecter. Mm. He's a perfectly valid interpretation of Hannibal Lecter, but to me, Bri- uh, sorry, Mads Mikkelsen is. Mm. So it's—it's it's fascinating that now the source material has taken on that that sort of classical mythological quality, mm. and that's kind of what we're left with, and that's sort of what the show proven: is like the source material will never be tired as long as people just find new ways to have a spin on, to, to take their own spin on this very rich, very powerful, like brilliant work of modern fiction. And on that note, I've been Joel. I've I've been Gabe.
2: You go. I've been Zoe. I've been Gabe.
1: And and we'll we'll, we'll see you next time because I think we're just going to do a
2: a part three Hannibal
1: episode. We
2: made our own little Hannibal trilogy.
0: (laughs) Shit, yes. (laughs) It's all all I ever wanted for myself.
2: (laughs) It's beautiful. We'll be back with that. All right. If you think this show is worth at least a dollar, why not donate to our Patreon account? Follow the links on
1: our website, sandspantsradio.com.
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.